When you first start gaining an understanding of money, you are told early on that you need to prepare for retirement. The problem with this is that no one ever really tells you how. Even worse, sometimes you get started saving for retirement one way, only to hear of a better way later on. At this point, you could feel like it's too late to possibly change to one of these better options. Today, I want to discuss the most common one that you will hear about, Roth conversions. During this episode, I want to help you answer one simple question. Should you convert your retirement account to a Roth account? Once we get to the end of this, you will understand the process and be able to determine if those benefits outweigh the cost. Here we go. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Thanks for joining me today on The Financial Mirror as we continue to improve the one thing that you can control yourself. If this is the first time you are joining in, congratulations, you have found the best personal finance episodes out there. Okay, I'm slightly humble, uh, but don't forget to hit the subscribe on YouTube. On Facebook, leave a comment on YouTube, leave a comment, hit the like button on both. And if you are listening to this on a podcast, leave a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. And on Apple, those written reviews really go a long way in helping reach more and more people to improve their personal finances. So last week, I did a phenomenal episode on the Roth conversion ladder. So with the Roth conversion ladder, you have to understand that it has it serves its purpose. It's a great tool and we discussed it in depth. So if you missed it, go and check out that episode. It will bring a lot of clarity around what a Roth conversion ladder is first and foremost, but then you can also see if it's something that it tickles your fancy and something that you may be interested in using. Today, I specifically want to talk about just the conversion part, just just the Roth conversion and how that works. Last week was specifically around uh, utilizing the Roth conversion ladder. And, you know, that's that's not really something that everyone's going to do. And that's okay. Today, I want to dissect the simple fact. If you convert a traditional account like a traditional IRA or a traditional 401k or traditional 403b to Roth, what does that look like? Is that something you should even be thinking about? Many people have probably heard of it and maybe have just never really decided to do it or maybe you've never heard of it, and now you're interested to see if it's worth doing. Well, either way, no matter where you stand on the matter, this episode is exactly what you need to get some clarity around that issue. So the the key here and the key to, to all of this, to be honest, is the simple fact that it, it the Roth conversion, if you Google it on the internet, it's all over the place. It's truly all over the place. More and more people have an opinion about it. More and more people think you should do it or you shouldn't do it. And I really just want you to have a one-stop shop for what you think you should do, right? I'm not here to give you financial advice. I'm not here to tell you how to handle your money. What I'm here to do is give you the facts. I'm here to give you some options and some things to think about so that you decide, do the do 
Does everything outweigh, are the pros outweigh the cons practically? So we all know the benefits of Roth, but should you convert from those traditionals to Roth when you look at some of the costs that come with it? We know the benefits, but do they outweigh the cost? So we'll see about that today. Before we decide on whether you should or shouldn't do a Roth conversion, there are two questions I want you to answer. So we're gonna start this off with what those two questions are, and then we're gonna really start to dive into what is the best route? Is the best route to convert? Is the best route to just leave your traditional as a traditional and just utilize the Roth moving forward? I don't know, we'll have to see. So let's go over these two questions and then decide which route is best for you. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So number one, the very first Question, are most of your retirement accounts traditional accounts? Are most of them, and I'm saying most, are are a majority of your retirement accounts traditional? And I'm going to tell you why I think this is such an important question to answer. First thing is, is that traditional accounts require minimum distributions. At the age of 72, you are required to start withdrawing a certain amount of money out of your traditional accounts. Why? Why is that the why is that the case? Well, it's fairly simple of why that's the case, but it's because the government wants their fair share of money, right? They want their tax money. You have this account sitting there that when you funded it, you used pre-tax dollars, meaning that you put money into that account before you were taxed on it. So for that money to just sit into a retirement account at age 72, and let's just say that I don't I don't know what the average lifespan is currently for the average American, but let's just say a 75. They at some point, they want you to start withdrawing from this and paying some taxes on it in your lifetime. Let's be honest. So at age 72, you're required to start taking these minimum distributions. The other thing about traditional accounts is that any kind of growth inside of them is not tax free because you put money in there tax free. So all of your growth all of every bit of the dollars that come out of it, you've got to pay taxes on every single bit of it. If you if it grows from a hundred thousand to a million, you've got to pay taxes on a million because that's what you're going to draw out of it, right? So traditional accounts are not tax advantageous by any means. Growth's not tax free, so the money inside of it is not going to grow tax free. The money is going to grow over time, so you are earning income per that account. However, it all has to be taxed. So once you take that money out, it will be taxed. That's one of the biggest differences in the traditional versus the Roth is that money going into the Roth is funded with money that taxes have been paid on. 
So all the money coming out is tax free. But what does that also mean? It means that all the money that grows inside of it is tax free. So that's like in as money that you will never pay income tax on. The money that grows inside of a Roth account will never have income tax paid on it, right? Think about that. If your account grows from 100,000 to a million in a Roth, you have $900,000 that you will not pay taxes on because it will all come out tax free. So that's a huge advantage, right? So that's the first question. The first question that I want you to answer is, are most of your retirement accounts traditional accounts? And that's going to help play a role into which route is best for you. So first off, take a look. See if a lot of your accounts are traditional. If most of them are Roth, then you're probably not even entertaining this episode because you don't really need to convert. But if they are a lot of them are traditional, that's going to move us to step two. So let's get to step two. Step two is, can you afford the tax bill? That's the second question. So you now know that a majority of your accounts are traditional, but can you afford the tax bill? This is important to think about when we're thinking about the conversion, right? Because looking back, that money was funded to a traditional account with pre-tax dollars. So when you convert it to the Roth, you've got to pay taxes on it. You've got to start paying taxes on that money. That's very important to think about. Very important to think about. Before you ever start a conversion, before you ever think about the conversion, do the math. It's a simple math equation. It, it's it's absolutely mandatory. I, I mean, I'm telling you, like it's not even an optional thing. You need to figure out what your tax bill is going to be at the end of this conversion. What do I mean by that? I stated before, you fund the Roth with money that taxes are paid on. You're converting your traditional, which was tax-free, into a Roth, which is post-tax dollars. You've got to pay taxes at the conversion. How much is this math equation, you ask? Well, pretty simple. Could change over time, right? Because it's based on your current federal income tax bracket. So if you are, just for example, if you are in the 22% tax bracket and you convert $100,000 from your traditional to your Roth, that's a $22,000 tax bill. You will have to pay $22,000 in taxes during that current tax year. Whatever year you convert it, if you convert it in 2022, you will pay $22,000 in taxes just for that conversion. That's in addition to whatever your current tax bill is. So when you do this, it's important, very, very important that you do the math and you are prepared for this before you just jump into converting. You've got to, you've got to do the math first. One thing to consider is this, and this is probably the one thing that most people don't realize. Um, I will say that I believe in my conversations with with clients uh, over time is that a lot of people know about the Roth conversion. Uh, they know that that both the traditional and the Roth exist. Anyone that's, that's that's been around retirement accounts or has set a retirement account up, they know that those exist. Most people can spat it off. Oh, pre-tax versus post-tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, one, because you're going to have lower tax later on versus now. Like, I, I got all that. I got it. Most people know what it is. So why do more people not convert? Um, I, I think that it's because of the simple fact that that $22,000 tax bill uh, is, is, is painful. It's painful to look at. So I want you to know this. After you do your math and you start thinking about, man, I really want to convert, but I don't want that $22,000 tax bill. Well, I want to tell you something very, 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 very relieving. You don't have to convert all $100,000 at once, okay? Let's say you're only comfortable. Let's, let's do the equation backwards. 
I'm only comfortable paying an extra $2,000 in taxes this year and you're in the 22% tax bracket, guess what? That means that you're going to convert $9,090 from traditional Roth. That would make your tax bill $1,999.80, okay? So if you could only afford $2,000 and you're in the 22% tax bracket, figure out how much you can convert and then do it that way. Don't just say, oh, I, I can't afford the tax bill, so I'm just not even gonna think about is it worth it or not. Figure out you know, what, what your options are, right? Figure out, is it an option? Is it something that you should consider? Because it, it could easily, easily be something that's advantageous to you. So keep that in mind throughout the, the scenarios as, as I, I want you to think critically, I want you to think hard about which one of these is better for you, but keep it in mind that you don't have to cough up your whole emergency fund for the simple fact that you're converting from a traditional to a Roth. You don't have to. You can simply convert small, smaller portions, controllable portions, and you can start to bite that off in chunks. So you, control, you convert a little bit traditional this year, a little bit of traditional next year, so forth and so on. And you can only transfer or convert out what you can afford the tax bill on. So that brings me to, the, to this point. So if all of my accounts are traditional or a majority of my accounts are traditional, if I know I'm figuring out the math, I'm doing the equation, I'm seeing what can I, what can I convert to be able to afford the tax bill? And I'm like, okay, is it worth it? What's the best route for me? Well, that's where it's time to plan. Time to plan out what's the best route for you. This is the part that so many of you right now want the answer to. But like everything else in personal finance, there is no one size fits all. I can't sit here and tell you that your best option is to convert or your best option is not to convert. Because of this, I do want to give you a couple suggestions. And if any of these apply to your situation, doing a Roth conversion could absolutely be worth your time and, and seeing if it's something that, that you that you want to do now. I have to first hit you with my disclaimer. I am not a financial advisor and this is not financial advice. Take all of this as, uh, as information to be used for, for education and provide something for you to think about to help you make your own personal decision about what is best for you. Okay, that's my disclaimer and I'm sticking to it. So what's the best route? Well, I'm going to give you some situations and hopefully these can help you decide what's best for you. Before I jump in, I want to reiterate that during a Roth conversion, you do not have to convert it all at once. During a Roth conversion, you don't have to convert it all at once. Keep that in mind when you're starting to apply some of these to your situation. So to start off, I want to say this up front. I kind of had the answer the whole time and I kept the answer from you, but um, I, I just I just have to tell you, there is very little reason to not convert your accounts from traditional to Roth. There's very little reason. Why do I say that? Because there are so many advantages to have your money in a Roth account. So many advantages to have your money in a Roth account. So knowing all that, you get to pull it out tax-free. You get to let it grow tax-free. There's no required minimum distributions. All of these are great reasons to have your money in a Roth account. There is, there, if, you, if you listen to last week's episode, you know good and well that I did an episode on the Roth conversion ladder. If you missed that episode, go back and listen to it. But uh, pretty much the Roth conversion ladder is one of the few reasons that I would keep some money in a traditional account. And I wouldn't just 
blatantly transfer it all or you know I keep saying transfer and listen I, I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure that I'm using the right word there because you're not transferring it is a total conversion you can't just transfer money I mean I guess if you want to say oh well you're moving money and that's the definition of transfer and so forth I got it but you're converting from Roth to traditional you're actually doing a conversion so uh anyways uh, I'm off my I'm off my soapbox for that one but if you're doing the Roth conversion ladder I will tell you there is some value in keeping some money in traditional. If you're not doing a Roth conversion ladder, there's very little reason to not move to a Roth account completely because of those things. Tax-free growth, tax-free withdrawals, no requirement distributions, all good things to think about. So here's something else. If a majority or even, here's, a, here's the first situation really, but if a majority or even all of your money is in traditional accounts, you should truly consider transitioning some of that out um to to a to a Roth why well the first thing is what if you're at age 72 and you're required to take minimum distributions what if at age 72 you don't need any of the money but you've got to take that money out like that's a requirement that's by law you have to start withdrawing that money so i say that to say this if you know that you have a ton of money sitting in a traditional account or you have an idea of the fact that you may not even need a retirement account, like you're going to have so much passive income that you're not going to need a retirement account, you should probably start moving some of that money out. That'll lower how much is sitting there and it'll allow it to grow. Now, I have to say this because I like to give you all the facts, but if you do take a required minimum distribution, you can happily take that money out, pay the taxes on it, and put it into your Roth. Like you could do that. I'm not telling you you can't. You can literally take your money out. It's now income. You're going to pay taxes on it. And you could simply just put it right back into your Roth account. But the reason I'm not telling you to do that is because all your call spaces inside of your traditional is lower than what you're going to get for that Roth. Now, will it grow? Sure, of course it will. Um, but I'm telling you that because you could have converted it uh, at a lower tax bracket. You could have converted it uh, somewhere else along the line. I don't know. But if just think about that and take that in consideration. If a majority of your money is in traditional accounts, it's worth the idea of converting some of it. Maybe not all of it. Even if you convert a couple thousand dollars a year, just convert some of it. It's something to think about. Here's another thing to think about. Last week I did the Roth conversion ladder and this is something that benefits a lot. Uh, but if you want to retire early, uh, you, like I said, you're going to want to keep some of that money in traditional accounts because you're going to want to use them for the, for the conversion ladder. Other than, and, and I'm being dead honest when I say this, other than you wanting to use a Roth conversion ladder, what is your best route? Your best route is to over time convert your money to a Roth IRA. That's your best route. That's hands down across the board, your best route is to get as much money into a Roth account as you can. And the whole reason for that is for all the benefits that Roth adds, tons of benefits that Roth adds. And if if you think if the tax bill is the only reason that you're not moving your money over, figure out how much money you can move and be able to afford the bill. Don't move it at once. Don't move all of it at once. You don't have to convert a little bit at the time. And over time, you'll get it all into a Roth account. Right. Something else that, that you can do. If you're at work and you're currently contributing to a 401k or a 403b, 
and your employer provides you the option to do a Roth version of their 401k or 403b, totally worth starting to contribute to the Roth. You can literally uh, stop contributing to the traditional and start contributing to the Roth. Like you could do that. If you were, uh, for most employers, they, they're they even still giving you your matching inside the Roth. So knowing that it's is something to consider is if you are an employer that allows you to use a Roth 401k or a Roth 403b, it's totally worth it to, to go ahead and start contributing to that. It's There's value added. And, and like I said, unless you're using a Roth conversion ladder, it's going to end up becoming beneficial and advantageous for you to get all of your money into a Roth at some point. Tax-free growth, tax-free withdrawal, and ultimately no required minimum distributions. Those are the benefits. Those are the true benefits that are laid out during a Roth or with a Roth account and why you should really, really consider the Roth conversion. Now, I hope that you can see some of the benefits. So I'm going to wrap this up, but uh, I want you to know that that one of the things that you can do is is start this process, right? And I wanted to make sure that I, I close with how you can start this conversion. Well, this is the easy part. This is truly the easy part. Uh, I pulled this source from NerdWallet. These are some of the top IRA accounts that are out there. Uh, pretty much just pick one. Pick a brokerage that's going to host your individual retirement account or IRA. Uh, some to look at are Fidelity, uh, Merrill Lynch, Fidelity, Charles Schwab. Um, then you've got uh, TD Ameritrade, Fidelity, whoever, E-Trade, all these people. Um, and and start to pick one that you want to utilize. Pick one that you want to go with, and that's that's where I would start. This source, like I said, came this uh, this picture that you're looking at on the screen. If you're listening to this on a podcast, just a, it's just best IRA accounts from Nerd Wallet was the source that I used to grab this list. Uh, but it's just a list. Pick one that you want to get started with. I, you know, this one's got some promotions on there. Uh, totally worth looking at some of those promotions to see if any of them are applicable to you. But pick the one you want to go with and go with it. Now, a couple things to think about is when you're deciding on which one of these you want to go with is to first pick which funds you want to invest in. Um, this is what you you know you should sort of pick your your brokerage off of is which funds you're going to invest in. So if you're going to buy Vanguard funds, open a Vanguard account. If you're going to buy Fidelity funds, open a Fidelity account, but sort of let that drive Charles Schwab, open a Charles Schwab account. Otherwise, if you open a Charles Schwab account and you buy Vanguard funds, uh, there's a good chance they're going to charge you a fee every single time you buy, every single time you sell. Limit the fees and, and keep that as growth. All right. So you've got that. You've got that figured out. What do you do? Well, you've picked one. So now you're just going to call them. Go online. You're going to open that Roth IRA account. Every single company is different, but what you're looking for is some type of rollover. Uh, something with the word rollover, and it's going to to point you in the right direction. Every company has different rollover processes and how they handle those, but a majority of them, I've done multiple rollovers from 401ks to, um, to IRA accounts. Most of them are going to send you a check in the mail. Uh, it's going to be already pre- pre-written out to go to that account because you can't take it as income, right? You can't go cash it and, and start using it. Uh, so 
It's already going to be pre pre drafted. All you're going to do is deposit it. You'll then send that deposit in or do a mobile deposit or whatever. Uh, and then it's going to show up in your account and you can start investing it. That's sort of how that how that process goes. Uh, once you start investing it, you can take sort of the same approach, a large cap, uh, a small cap, uh, a, a some type of international um, and and a, a uh, growth of a, a value fund. Right. Uh, you can do something along those lines and, and really start to be able to see uh, which which sort of a, a route you're going to to take here. But that's that's sort of where I would go. I would make sure that that I am uh, first and foremost looking at at the fund I'm going to go with and then start looking at, you know, which which brokerage that I'm going to go with. Um, but that's sort of the thing. That's sort of what we want to what we want to go with. We want to go with uh, some type of of if you're going to go like like I'm a, I'm a, a Ramsey coach, a Dave Ramsey coach. So um, if I you know, I'm going to go off Dave Ramsey's principles here, but uh, a small cap, a mid cap, a large cap and an international. That's kind of what what we're looking for there whenever we're picking funds. But go to one of these brokerage sites. Pick which funds they have, see which funds they have, and then decide which brokerage you want to go with from there. Now, if you need any help with this or if you're ready to take control of your finances and ensure you're on the right path to your financial goals, head over to thefinancialmirror.org and go ahead and hit book now in the middle of the screen. You will schedule your free consultation with me and we will make sure that you're headed in the right direction. I can help you with any of these conversions that you are doing. Uh, we can look at funds together so that you can decide which fund is best for you. But ultimately, I want to be there every step of the way with you. Um, but a financial coach is not for everybody. So head over and we'll do a free consultation to see if that's right for you. And we will get you scheduled. Finally, you do want to give an extra dose of support to the stream, head over to the financialmirror.org forward slash shop and pick you up some financial mirror gear. I love the shirts. I think all the shirts are great. I think all of the, the gear is great. Uh, slightly biased, but anyways, head over there and pick you up some gear. Now, I truly appreciate everyone tuning in today. I could not be happier to have brought you this. I think that this, or I hope, I'm not gonna say I think, I hope that this really gave you some knowledge around Roth conversion. I hope that this opened uh, a new door, this turned over a new leaf on what's out there and what the possibilities are. So if this is something that you are interested in, if this is something that you think uh, you want to do, uh, I challenge you sort of go through these, these questions or a majority of your, or majority of your accounts in traditional, do you plan on doing that Roth conversion ladder? If the answer is no, if a lot of your money is in traditional, figure out what tax bill you can afford and start converting that money as you see fit. Doesn't have to all be at once, but start working to get that converted. I I, I can't tell you enough and I can't stress it enough how, how great the Roth account is, how all the tax-free benefits are so beneficial and the required min minimum distributions not being there are so outrageously gifting if you don't need that money. Uh, so I hope that you got something else out of this episode. I really do. But I truly appreciate everyone tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share with your friends, your family, your coworkers, get more and more people involved and on route to their personal finance success. 
you are listening to this on a podcast, don't forget those five-star ratings on Apple and Spotify and leave that written comment on Apple as it truly goes a long ways in getting this information out to more and more people. Till next week, continue improving the one thing that you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives. 